Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Bitcoin Roundtable. This is week 56. Uh, Vince here, and I'm here with Darren and Libby, of course. Hello. Okay, so Bitcoin, you know, of course, it's not of course, but it is down a little bit this week. I believe it's just above uh, the $3,400 mark, which doesn't really surprise Darren and I, I don't think. We're predicting that it's going to do an awful lot of ups and downs over the next little while, and especially before the halvening in 2020. What have you heard about Bitcoin this week, Darren? Nothing. Interesting. Okay, now back to Vince. Good, <laughs> <laughs> Vince. So, we were talking about STD-sensitive condoms, and maybe you were saying that they're able to turn color when the person has an STD? Time magazine wrote an article a couple of days ago. It was two teenagers in the UK came up with the idea, or they made a prototype. Yeah, they've got a little bit further with it. And the idea is that prophylactic, when it when it comes into contact with an STD, I think there's some kind of antibody built into the condom okay. that would change the condom's colour when, for example, it came into contact with herpes, chlamydia. They right. listed like five different STDs and it would change a different colour according to which STD it, it came yeah. into contact with. I think it's just the, the you know age-old problem of teenagers and particularly that demographic not really taking seriously safe sex. Right. So, an attempt to try and curb the spread of STDs, I suppose. I think it's a pretty good idea. I mean, I guess you have to use them. But I Well, i got two problems with it. What if the person using the condom has the STD? That's an issue, though, isn't it? So well, I, yeah. I, I Presumably, that would make that person go and get some kind of medication. Yeah, and the bigger issue is that so if you are a guy and you have gotten that far, yeah, are you gonna stop? Uh, well, it's whether the guy wants to get an STD or not, I suppose. We're talking about syphilis. I mean, really oh. serious STD. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't know a whole lot about them. I managed to, you know, grow up in a time where they weren't as crazy as they are today. Oh, they were always crazy. Maybe depending on where you were. I, I never heard a whole lot about them when I was growing up. Really? To tell you the truth, no. Even HIV? Well, you you knew it was there, you knew it existed, but amongst the twenty-somethings, STDs were—I don't ever remember them being talked about a lot. Really? So I, it was just pregnancy that you wanted to prevent, presumably. You, you always wanted to prevent pregnancy. Really? So when I grew up, STDs were huge. Well, people were certainly talking about them, but they've always been around. But aren't most STDs treatable with a shot? Or, I mean, we're talking about everything from HIV to herpes. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it sounds like it's a start yeah. anyway, which is good. Yes, I think it's interesting. What else is going on out there? It's winter. Oh, is it ever winter? I don't know about where any of you people are in the world, but uh, here in Ontario, um, especially in northern Ontario, we have been dumped on really, really hard. Yeah, northern Ontario. We're in southern Ontario, aren't we? We're, we're the north. I thought Thunder Bay was Northern Ontario. Well, yeah, but I think we are too. Look it up. But anyway, we've gotten a lot of snow over the last three, four days. So Northern Ontario, everyone, is Sudbury, Sault Ste. Marie, Thunder Bay, Timmins. More north. Okay. I'm still going to call it Northern Ontario. We're not Northern Ontario. <laughs> but we're not Southern Ontario either. 
Well, you can drive a long yes, you can. time north in Ontario. Yeah. It's a very large Almost province. a full day. <laughs> Nobody lives up there, relatively very few people do. But. Or uh, two time zones in Ontario, did you know that? They are officially in southern Ontario, according to Wikipedia, anyway. Wikipedia, okay. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, then? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, well, who's in the Super Bowl? The New England Patriots and the LA Rams. A couple of interesting facts about this game. The last time the LA Rams were in the Super Bowl, they were actually the St. Louis Rams, and it was 19 years ago, and guess who they, guess who they played and lost to? The Patriots? The New England Patriots. Mm. And now was Brady they're... playing then? <laughs> yes, he was. Was he? It was very early in his career. Shut up. Yep, he was oh too. God. He played in that game. Wow. That's yep. insane. Brady is... Oh, 42, I believe? No, he's my age. He's 41. Okay, he's 41. And Belichick, I believe, is somewhere in his mid-60s. It's the LA Rams coach is 33, and their wow. quarterback is 24. Wow. So it's definitely going to be, you know, rookies against the old guys or the veterans, how you say it. But I definitely think New England is going to crush them. Wow. And I don't even think it'll be a close game. If I had to predict... And if you're betting, definitely take the over on this one. I think the Patriots are easily going to put up 45, if not 50 points. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been wrong. So for all you are, who are listening to him and place your bets accordingly, and if you lose, they can contact you where? <laughs> no. My opinion oh, you're only. you're not their money? No. In my opinion. The yeah. owner will take it. And once again, don't put all your money in a bet either. That would be silly. But this will be Brady's sixth if he wins it. He is the GOAT. What does that mean? The greatest of all time. Oh, there you go. He's definitely the football GOAT. And depending on who you talk to, we'll put up an argument whether he is the best ever oh, in so. any sport. No. No, no, no. Well, okay. Tell me who you, Tell me why. No one else in the world knows what American football is. Still, I'm talking any sport. How can you compare different sports? Okay, tell me somebody who has achieved as much in their sport as Brady. But Beckham. They, I Beckham's done pretty well. But what, they what haven't won anywhere close. We're talking championships within their sport. Beckham has won a lot of championships. Nowhere close to what Brady has. There's... What about Djokovic, the uh, tennis player? Sam Perez, or... See, how, how can you compare those two? You're going to include the Aussie Open, the French Open, right? Like, those, 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 but those are just, like, games. So I could take week one, week two, week three, week four. Well, well football's a game. All tennis players, for instance, really do is they play in the Opens. No, Vince, that's not all they do. They play all year round. They, to qualify for the Opens. And, and football players play to qualify for the Super Bowl. Yes. So it's the same. No, it's not. Muhammad anyway. Ali. All right. What about Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, there we go. These are great players. Why? How can you? Oh well, you. The New yeah. England Patriots have made it and won the NFC Championship. They've been in it like eleven times in the last thirteen years. Okay, Beckham has made two hundred sixty-five Premier League, League appearances. Yeah. 
scored 61 goals, 81 Champions League appearances, 15 goals. He won six Premier League titles. So the Super Bowl is a national The Premier League is not national. The Premier League is not national. It is national. For England. I'm sorry. Well, right. Well, the Super Bowl <laughs> is national for America. No, it's not. Pit players from all over the world play in. Oh there God. is no way Beckham oh. is included in the same breath as Brady. Oh, Absolutely. Man, Man United is full of yep. international players. Pardon? Yes. So, And you just told me that players from all over the world play in the Super Bowl. Yes. Players from all over the world play in the Premier League. Okay. How is it different? There's You can't compare I don't know. the I two see. players. I still say Shaq takes can't. them all. Why can't you compare it? Because you can't. <laughs> You're making up up your own shit. Why? Who's that swimmer who looks like a... Phelps? He looks like... He doesn't look... I mean, he's like superhuman. He's superhuman. (laughs) He's got really long arms. (laughs) I mean, these are are all brilliant sportsmen. Brilliant. And sportswomen as well. I mean, I, I don't know how you can possibly compare them. You can't. I have never heard any... Commentator referred to Beckham, Phelps, or anybody as the GOAT. American football commentators say call him the GOAT. Oh, well, sure, right? Of course they do. Yeah, but uh, no, I don't see soccer commentators calling him the GOAT. But but soccer commentators wouldn't comment on American football. That's right, and American football commentators wouldn't comment on soccer players. Fair enough. I think you just hold, like, ultimate fighting tournament. The Patriots against, like, the... Some uh, let's talk about Usain Bolt. He's a phenomenal sportsman. He can run fast. Yeah, well, yeah, running a straight line for a 100 meter dash, uh, I'm not throwing. He's a fantastic runner. That's I disagree. Right, I disagree. So Brady is good because he's a good leader. Brady is a good leader. He's a good football player. Like, but what do footballers really do? They what about Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods. Come on, Vince. Well, you're not winning it because it's everybody's personal opinion. So you can't say you're winning it. Well, and you're I, just well, going for anybody that's... over the last hundred years. Like, no, 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 not anyone. Okay. And what about it. David Johansson? How about this? I think some of the soccer players have achieved a lot. If you're talking about leadership, oh, about sportsmanship. They've achieved a lot. And money making. Yes. Money making. Well, longevity. Beckham was around for years. Yup. Sorry, what, what did you Google? Goat sports people. <laughs> and who's the first one that came up? No, Phelps Brady. Phelps came first. Uh-huh. I disagree with that. Michael well, Phelps had a couple of good of Olympics course, and then he went... Because you and Tom Brady are, you know, your, your buddy buddy. Oh, hey, no. You got no. a little... You probably have a little Tom Brady trophy room in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the basement where your wife doesn't go... List of goat people. How does that work? I'm going to say, you might be surprised what you get when you Google that. Michael Jordan. Joe Montana. Yeah. Joe Montana. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, yeah. Pele. Pele, yeah. Depending on where you're going. Wayne Gretzky. No, this is according to the internet. Yeah, but the internet doesn't know about hockey. Serena Williams, we forgot about Serena Williams. Oh, definitely not. Muhammad Ali. Serena Williams is definitely not good to be put in that category. Rick Flair in wrestling, do you know him? Rick Flair. Okay, you're on you're on a really bad that's 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 fake wrestling. (laughs) So I don't know what Google's telling you. Silver MMA? Yeah. Yeah. That's the list. 
you, that's wrong. <laughs> Google, Google's not always right. <laughs> this is from the definitive list of goat athletes. Mm. Apparently, a lot of people get really passionate about. This. Yes, they get passionate about their own sport too, right? And well, you you like American football? Federer. Okay, this is this is from the New York Post. Okay. Federer, Jack Nicklaus, Wayne Gretzky, Michael did, Phelps. Sorry, did you say Jack Nicklaus? Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, Jack Nicklaus, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Phelps, Serena Williams, LeBron James, Pele, and Anika Sorensen, w- Willie Mays, Tom Brady. There we go. In that order? Yeah. Yep. Or in no particular see, order? Yeah, you see, Brady is, is classified lower on that list, I'm assuming, yeah. probably because it, that team. was a team sport. Because yeah. Federer has won 20 grand Which isn't necessarily fair, but I can understand it. That's Roger. Yeah. Oh, he's good. And, and he's still going. And he's such an amazing gentleman, and everyone loves him, they're saying. And this, this is the whole package, right? I, I think you have to separate individual sports from team sports. Okay, so Jack Nicklaus, the only thing yeah. separating him and Federer are two extra majors on the resume. So uh, Jack Nicklaus has won 18. What, what do they say about Brady? Football's a toughie because tackling and blocking are essential elements of the sport, and, and the only time Brady has had to do either is when something went terribly wrong. That said, those five Super Bowl rings and his relentless age-defying excellence have separated him from just about everyone in the NFL, regardless of how you define it. According to the New York Post. Right. Uh, Phelps. He was so good, so dominant, so clearly better than anyone else in the pool that his appeal somehow transcends the remarkable reality of his 23 gold medals. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Serena Williams. She wasn't always likable or easy to root for, but she has those 23 Glam Slams, <laughs> 39 with doubles, and has yeah. been number one eight different times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... It's amazing. Let me talk for a minute about Albert Ernest Clifford Young. Okay. <laughs> Australia. Um, he was born in 1922. He is an Australian potato farmer. Okay. And in the 80s, 1983 specifically, there was, a, there was I don't know if there still is, a marathon. It's called the Sydney to Mel- Melbourne Ultra Marathon. Yeah, so it's over that's a thousand that's miles. A long way. What? And he ran it. Yeah. So this potato farmer decided to sign up for the race. He won it. Sixty-one years old. Good for him. Did uh, did it say how many people were? Do you in know the how race? long it takes to run that? A thousand miles. Yeah. It's basically like twelve days. Okay. So he showed up to compete in overalls and work boots, without his dentures. Claiming that they rattled when he ran. I'm, I'm taking this from Wikipedia. He ran at a slow pace. Slow pace trailed the pack by a large margin at the end of the first day. While the other competitors stopped to sleep for six hours, he kept running. <laughs> he ran continuously for five days, taking the lead during the first night and eventually winning by ten hours. Before running the race, he told the press he previously ran for two to three days straight rounding up sheep. In, in his gum boots, he owned a farm with 2,000 sheep. He claimed afterwards that during the race, he imagined he was running after sheep trying to outrun a storm. You know, there's people out there that just work hard, you know, doing specific things for a living, right? And if but what that work entails all of a sudden parallels with like running around after sheep on yeah. your 2,000 acre farm, you're doing that all your life. All of a sudden, 
you know, someone goes, oh, well, why don't you run a marathon? It's like, you know how fast you can run and keep a pace because you've been doing it all your life. You think, or maybe you don't even think about it. Usain Bolt may not be the fastest man on earth. He's just the fastest ever recorded. Oh, oh, oh yeah, well, certainly, right? certainly, yeah. It could very well be somebody faster out there. Yeah, yeah but sure. I mean, well, there could be a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Like, no, there couldn't be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've got a big Tom Brady fan in the room here. Apparently. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, come on. Running is not a, a sport. Um, really? Yeah. Are you going to talk to me about that? Libby, I don't... Why are you offended? It's not a sport. All you do is move your feet. You can be very good at it and do it forever, but you don't have to catch a ball, dodge a guy coming at you. You don't have to be able to throw a ball. Running Yeah. a huge amount of mental strength, of physical strength, (laughs) amazing competitive ability. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really don't think you can say that running isn't a sport. Hmm. I'm very passionate about it. I mean, some people cl- try to claim that golf isn't a sport. What about bowling? Is bowling a sport? It is. Yeah. But darts, are darts a sport? Yeah. You can win a lot of money playing darts. You can make a lot of money doing a lot. Okay, all right. So basically anything that's competitive you want to call a sport. Yes. Yes, is that where we're going? Well, that is the definition of sport. It's competitive. Well, what about all the kids that get online and play computer games against each other? Is, is that, that a sport? sport? It's competitive. And there's a lot of money in it now. Did you hear about Jasmine Paris? So she just won, a British lady, won the Montana or Montaigne Spine Race, which is 268 miles, a couple of weeks ago. The what race? What race? Montana, Montaigne. It's... it's, it's it's called Britain's Most Brutal Race. Are we talking about a running race? Yeah, it's 268 oh, okay. miles. She beat the world record. Like, she wow. won it and she got the world record. She did it with a breast pump because she's still breastfeeding her child. Mm-hmm. She didn't sleep. took pauses to pump breast milk. And she won this, like, ridiculous race. It's, it's like, incredible feat of human endeavor. There must only be a few people in the world who can actually even attempt to run something like that. Yeah, I agree with Like, they're, they're different. They're just wired differently. One year postpartum running that kind of waist and beating the world record? Yeah. While breastfeeding? What, did they say how long it took her to do it? Oh, no, she smashed the course record by 12 hours. So hang on a minute. Wow. Record-breaking time of 83 hours, 12 minutes, and 23 seconds. For 125 miles? 268 miles. She just had seven hours of rest time during which she had to sleep, eat, deal with Kit, and breastfeed her daughter. I think what goes to show is you really can't <laughs> rank GOAT. Well, unless I think it's within the same sport. Yeah, I, I agree. I like that old picture online they had of uh, Tour de France. I don't even know when, like maybe in like. But it shows like a pack of them. There's a picture in the. Uh, the one guy's, you know, he's got his team members there, and they're they're riding along, and he's having a smoke. Sure. At the time, the um, the the belief was that didn't they used to think it was healthy? You'd have a smoke before you do your mountain climbs because it opens up the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> All these two hundred France guys would be having cigarettes before like climbing up the big hills. 
It's like, oh, man. Oh, you know what I've been watching on uh, Amazon Prime? What? Recently? The Hugh Hefner story. Okay. number of different episodes. Basically tells his life from the beginning of starting Playboy up until, I guess, his death. Oh, yeah. Do you know who the first cover model for Playboy was? Darren, you probably, you'll probably know this. 1955. Marilyn? Yes. Marilyn. Oh, okay. Here's something interesting. Back then, anybody who did nudes did them for what they called calendar nudes. All the big stars did them. And there was one big calendar group in the States who owned all the rights. Basically one guy. Hefner, when he was starting up Playboy, went to this guy and said, you know, we need Marilyn. They decided we got to have Marilyn. He paid $600 for the rights to Marilyn's nudes, photos. 600 wow. bucks. No, $600, I think, in 1955, 56, when it had been a lot in of money. Like he... Yeah, owned it. Wow. Right out. Yeah, bought it off the calendar guy. Did she do a lot of work for Playboy magazine? That was, I believe that was the only and ever time she was in it. And she didn't even do it for Playboy. And uh, so he put her on the cover, and the first year, it was profitable. The first two years, it was very profitable. If you compare it, I believe they said it took Sports Illustrated five years to become profitable. Just saying how big Playboy got in such a short period of time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. So you had like a... Playboy from like the maybe the 80s or 90s and it was so like pedestrian like it was almost like reading Cosmopolitan like I think there was maybe one topless picture like nowadays it's, it's just like terrifyingly graphic I think in general what we're exposed to yeah I, I, but but I, I, I well, the writers were good too right yeah I think Hunter Thompson was on there for a while, even mm. from Rolling Stone. They oh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that there were lots of stories Play, in it. Playboy was really renowned a lot for but the... The articles, for sure they were. The, the writers were top-notch. Yep. They're, Does anyone buy porn magazines anymore? Probably not. Well, with the, with, with but, the uh, internet, probably not. Yeah, but, but I mean, they're not going to be looking to read an article by Hunter S. Thompson there. But I would never compare Playboy to uh, what we call hardcore porn magazines. That's what I'm saying. The Playboy... There was nothing really hardcore about no. any any pornography back then, I don't think. Anyway, was... Playboy, definitely not. I've still got a couple of old Playboys from the 90s in my basement. Yeah. yeah. And look, they do look kind of different. Yeah, they do. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like reading Cosmo. Well, it's just, it's well, just different, right? Cosmo has its own hardcore element to it. No, it, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, no, it, of course, it's very sexual. Cosmo. Cosmopolitan, yeah. Right. Yeah. Very. It doesn't have photographs, though, does it? There's a lot of sexual content. It's more how to have sex better. You know, all that kind of shit. I didn't know how much he did to start the magazine. He did everything. Well, I think I knew that. Everything. Maybe. Really bad husband and really bad father, but. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for coming out, everybody, tonight. Um, <laughs> it was a very interesting conversation. But see, nobody came out. What do you mean? The people... well, it's not like we had a show and they had to come in, buy tickets oh. and show up and as an audience. I've been saying thank you for coming out for the last 55 episodes, and you're now just pointing it out? Well, I just, you know. One day you'll be up on stage. Say, hey, thanks for okay, well, tuning thank, in. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in.
And we're also on TuneIn. Oh, and I'm told we are also on TuneIn. Yes. Have, yes. A good, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.